Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Bears looking to take the lead. Jumbo formation. Fake it. Fields. Throws. Touchdown! Horstead on the receiving end for Chicago. Welcome back to another exciting edition of the Pointless Exercise Podcast. It's the Bears Podcast with actor-comedian Mike Pusteri. Mike, how are you? I am doing uh, very well, just savoring a, an exciting Bears victory. Yeah, they went out to Las Vegas and smacked the Raiders around in their weird Roomba Dome. And... They, yep, and dug holes for the Raiders all over the desert. Now, speaking of that, that... So the field at SoFi is yeah. some kind of fake grass. Mm-hmm. And the thing in Vegas certainly looked like they were trying to grow real grass in the desert indoors. There's a lot of turf flying around. It yeah, doesn't seem like the point. greatest idea. Right. But, uh, ah, you know, who am I? Look at, look at Mark Davis. I mean, does that look like a guy that make a bad decision? <laughs> Like the grass, like my haircut. (laughs) Yeah. Ponderous. So, um, it was uh, week two of the Bill Lazor era of calling plays. And uh, they doubled down on the, let's try six offensive linemen and three tight ends and all kinds of stuff. And had seven offensive linemen at one point. Yeah, it was great. They didn't get any yard. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's proof that uh, too much can be too much, too much sometimes. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. As um, for as well as they ran the ball, they were not. They were not good in short yardage. They were not good in short yardage. But you know, Andy, before we forget, how how can the fine folks find you? Oh, sorry, we didn't do the. Uh, I got too excited. <laughs> yes, yeah. of course, you can subscribe to this podcast at discipio.com, and you can sign up for the pointless exercise newsletter at pointlessexercise.com. And Mike. Where can the folks uh, find out what you're up to? At uh, MikePusateri.com, uh, Twitter at MikePusateri, IMDB, MikePusateri2. And if you are in the Los Angeles area, one week from Thursday, I will be performing live stand-up. Uh, once again, at Flappers, Thursday night, the 7.30 show. So. I can't wait. Uh, how many minutes into the set before my toothbrush joke makes it in? <laughs> well, I'm, you know, I gotta, I've got to break in that... <laughs> Some new material with that great toothbrush show. That's pretty good stuff. Yeah, completely original. It's that joke had never been made before. So keep those keep that fax line humming. Oh, I got yeah, I got lots of them. Um, yeah. So uh, 
Bears, um, two years ago, had gone out to London, played the Raiders, and uh, been basically thrown around the field. And yeah. two years later, with a better Raiders team as their opponent, they went to Vegas and did it to them. That had to make... Uh, there's a lot of holdovers still from that team two years ago. I had to make them feel good. Cause... Yeah, right, right. And it really wasn't – it was not a particularly stressful win, really, other than the fact that Justin Fields nearly, you know, died. Yes, uh, other than the I... fact that our our franchise quarterback um, nearly broke his leg in 11 places on right. one play. Other than that, it was a <laughs> – Other than that. Yeah. And apparently, the apparently was, earlier uh... – Earlier in the game, when he got uh, when they run the ill-advised quarterback draw, mm-hmm. and he tried to spin out of a tackle and got hit right in the kidneys. Oof. Um. Apparently, they brought a garbage can over by him where he was sitting on the uh, bench because they were pretty sure he was going to barf all over it. And he said, "No, no, no! I just had the wind knocked out of me." Bring me a bucket. I'm gonna throw up. So that brings up a good question. It's all when people say, "Oh, he just got the wind knocked out of him." Yeah. Have you ever had the wind knocked out of you? I have. Yes, yes. I have. Have you? Yes, I have. To playing okay. football, Man. I got hit right in the just below the sternum, and I thought I was going to die. That's how I felt too. Just gasping for air, couldn't couldn't get any you, breath. You, at all. you apparently are breathing. You just don't think you are. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's aptly named getting the wind yeah. knocked out of you. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. And it name. is it is weird in that as soon as you are recovered, you were fine. Yeah, right. But until then, you're not. Right. And I it happened to me uh, playing uh, small school football against another small school football team. This happened to Justin Fields playing in the NFL. So it's probably why it lasted significantly longer. One of yeah. the one of the good things about it was. When it, the timing of it was it happened while the Raiders were having their one lengthy drive of the game. So he had ended up, and the Bears ended up pulling them to a field goal, but I think they had the ball for like seven minutes. So yeah. ample time for Justin to recover. That's Yeah, that's kind of the day it was for the Raiders, right? Even, even that was bad timing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, the game did not start well. It looked very much, it looked very Clevelandy. At the beginning, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of three plays and punts, uh, and then even so, then he gets the wind knocked out of him on the third play of the second drive, and um, the after the field goal, the Bears get the ball back, and then the the drive starts with him turning and firing out into the flat, seven yards behind the line of scrimmage, <laughs> so it's a lateral. So they lost seven yards on his incompletion. Yeah. Um, then a delay game penalty. It, the Bears were just playing all the hits to so start. It ended yeah. up second and 22. And uh, thankfully, Yannick Ngakwe got one of the dumbest roughing the passer penalties ever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He stopped short. He wasn't going to hit Fields. And at the last minute, he's like, ah, fuck it. And he just shoved him to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> the refs stand there like uh actually I think you what had happened was the play before on the when they snapped the ball on the delay of game, a guy ran by and kind of bumped into Fields and Fields way overreacted to it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh and then I in the column today it reminded me of Roger Dorn getting hit by the pitch and doing the full full, full. And right. I wondered if the Raiders were like, aha, 
We got him. All we got to do is just keep hitting him, even if it's late. Who cares? That was about the end of the Justin Fields overreaction. And he may have simply been trying to sell a personal foul then to get him out of trouble. Yeah, or he may have been baiting him into doing what they did. That's what I was wondering. It's almost like, oh, look at this. Throw the flag. We need a first down badly. Yeah. And, uh, boy, did the Raiders oblige uh, time after time on Sunday. That was (laughs) – the Raiders are just always the most undisciplined team. It's amazing. It just never changes. Yeah, had you ever seen a team get – Two have two flags where the ref had to say there's two penalties on the offense, and they were both holding. <laughs> it, uh, where, so what, 40% of their offensive line was holding on two plays. Yeah. yeah. And all the unnecessary roughness penalties. I mean, I you feel know. bad. I wonder how does the ref decide when they said, oh, we only want one of those? How do they decide who gets stuck with the holding? I used to yeah, the two gets... guys. I'm like, wait a minute. They kept. They they accepted mine. Why? What did I ever do? Yeah, right. No penalty again uh, on uh, on the sheet you, for me, pal. No, you got you get left off the hook, and I don't. Yeah. Because they're the exact same. It's ten yards from the same spot, no matter what. Yeah. So matter. there's no there's no advantage to picking one over the other. There's just just uh, refs are just pulling one out of their ass and applying. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that's how they're doing it. I can't imagine there's a lot of thought. It's like, yeah, this guy. Not like Scott Boris is like, don't call that on my player, damn it. Oh, he's got a binder just for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a long tradition of Raiders doing, you stay close to them and then wait for them to start doing dumb shit. It's the same It's amazing. That's... I mean, for 50 years, 40, 50 years, they just what they do. Yeah, and it's not even like, um, you know, they're, it's not them like imposing their will on, you know. Right, like, right. It's usually stupid, and that's exactly what it was, you know, yesterday. It was a, a needless show, although Mario Edwards Jr. for the Bears was trying awfully hard to even things up. Right. With a couple of ridiculous personal fouls. Right. Um, it was, yeah. The He got, he got the retaliation one, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, and it then is. the second one was all earned. It was just uh, him being yeah. dumb. Yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, very true. It's not like the Bears played, you know, were, uh, were uh, penalty-free here or making smart decisions. I, you know, for a while I, I was – I had tweeted out that I'm, I'm really missing the dumb from the bears yeah. oh, in this it, game. Yeah, but boy, did it come back. Yeah. <laughs> it came back in with a, with a vengeance. I have but never seen a team. I guess maybe I'm sure it's happened before where you've had to call a timeout before an extra point. That's but I'm point. sure it's usually like in a situation where you're trying to decide whether to go for two or not. Right. And you need right. a little extra time. This was just them. Now the way it was explained was Jermaine Fetty is on the extra point team. Hmm. And it's not like the guy, Elijah Wilkerson, who went in to play for him, takes his spot on that. Somebody else does. And mm-hmm. they, but what, what does your special team coach do if not that? I mean, really? Like, okay, lining now, up who needs to know that Jermaine's not out there anymore? I'll just go tell that guy. Yeah. And then apparently, as is usually true, some guy runs on the field late and everybody blames him. And it's almost always right. somebody who just like says, oh, there's nobody out there. I'll go do it. 
Because yeah. apparently whoever the player was who ran out late was not the guy who was supposed to go out. He was just going to try to, like, fuck it, I can do this. It'll save, me the, save us the penalty, and he couldn't do it. Yeah. A valiant effort. Yeah, there was there was there was plenty of dumb after all. You know, there's the the challenge flag on the spot, which you've got to be so sure. I mean, because that almost never works. It never time. works. It never works. Yeah, it's it's also not going to get it. Yeah, well, the, the key phrase there is he didn't think. Um, because by the way, that was at a point in the game where they they may have needed that challenge yeah. and they may have needed that timeout. Turns out they didn't, but well, he had already. He had already cost them probably a field goal before the half because they didn't have any time. They got a good field position and they moved the ball, but they ran out of time because yeah. they didn't have any timeouts at the end of the first half. <laughs> That's his classic barefoot dog right yeah. there. Yeah, so I mean the Bears were definitely outdumbed by the Raiders and that was and that was good. But the but the Bears did they did what they you know, they played well. They did what they needed needed to do. Yeah, and it's a I mean, we're a long way away from this two weeks ago where sure are. they would not have dreamt to, to have a game plan like they had. Right. Which was the Raiders can't stop the run and we're just going to run it and run it and run it and run it. And hopefully yeah. we get a lead and then we can just keep running it. We don't, they never yeah. got into a position where they had to throw. I mean, it's basically the same playbook the Bears have run since Red Grange. Yeah. You know, run the football and play good defense, and occasionally maybe complete a pass or two. Yeah. Um, but it's impressive they did it all with two backup running backs. That was that was the most impressive thing. Both of those guys looked yeah. great. Both of them really looked good. good. They seemed this was amazing for the Bears. They seemed to actually run different styles of plays for different running backs. I didn't yeah. know that was allowed. <laughs> right. You know, Damon Williams is, is fast and they ran more kind of sweep kind of plays for him. Mm-hmm. And then Khalil Herbert, they just did the the line. Everybody's going to block left and Khalil's going to find a lane cutting back to the right. And he's just going to yep. run like hell once he finds it. And he did it. Yeah. More often than not, he did. Yeah. And they even it had him good. in late. Like he was the guy that was when they needed tough yards at the end to salt the game away. He was the guy they left in. Mm hmm. Uh, he also had a really nice block in pass protection, which is what always scares you with a rookie running back, is that they're not going to know which way to go, and they're going to get your quarterback killed. Right, right. Um, and they didn't do that. Um, I The only thing I was upset about was uh, Ryan Nall only played three plays. <laughs> I, think we, I think we're all upset about that. I mean, come on, are you even trying to win? <laughs> if you're not right. maximizing Ryan Nall. And they played him at fullback. What's yeah, the point? I know that J.P. Holtz, who normally plays, when they need a fullback, that's who they use, was out. Right. But, I mean, well, you, you, why are we even yeah. pretending Ryan Nall can block anybody from two yards away? He's just going to get thrown into the air by some large defensive tackle, and that's pretty much what happened all three times yeah. he's in. And they get landed on. But So we didn't get enough Ryan Nall, but we did get some Jesper Horstead. We did. You know, he was only right. in for two plays. <laughs> one was a he touchdown. played two snaps, and he caught a touchdown pass, and the other one was like a 15-yard pickup for somebody else, clearly yeah. because the Raiders were, oh, my God, Jesper Horstead's in. Put everybody <laughs> on him. <laughs> now, there was a time pretty early in the early on in the game where, and I, I wanted to know, did this scare you? Because Matt Nagy had the Denny's menu. He did. And, the, you know, the visor and the headsets. He, he looked like he was peak Nagy at that point. Uh, I I was pretty confident that it, that they 
had turned his mic off and he just thought he was calling plays. Okay. Okay. So he actually called the plays. It's just, it, it didn't Nobody go hear him. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Okay. I like that. Actually, uh, <laughs> Andy Dalton's helmet was like laying on the bench and that's where Nagy's voice was coming out of that. <laughs> what the hell is that echo I hear? Yeah, what is that? Who's doing all the yelling? That? Yeah. So that was something yeah, we didn't Andy. know last week. One of the things Fields talked about, uh, one of the reasons he likes having laser call plays is that he goes, he's much calmer. <laughs> Ouch. That's pretty damning. Yeah, and he, they kind of tried to explain it away like, well, he's in the booth, Nagy's on the sidelines, mm-hmm. there's people around Nagy, he's got to yell, he's got other stuff to worry about, but I think it was just... Yeah, there are people around Laser, too, in the booth, so... Yeah. Yeah. He's got to yell. Although, it, in Vegas, they've got like a... They have like a, one of the boxes has a bar in it. I and just it, assume yeah. the coaches' boxes are the same. That they also the have... Yeah, there's a, they're playing poker between plays. Yeah. They're like, oh, wait a minute. Did we get the ball back? Oh. <laughs> Shit. Uh, I guess I'll just have to call. All right. I'm all in. Um, yeah, so uh, Fields only threw 20 passes. Is that right? Yeah, 11 for 20 right. for 111 yards, something like that. Huh. Maybe uh, it was less 12. than that. 12 for 20 for 120. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously not great numbers, but no interceptions and got a touchdown to the aforementioned Jesper Horstead and did what he needed to do. Yep. Nothing wrong with that. Really, nothing. As you said in your, you know, in your newsletter, they've been doing a lot of things badly. They just decided to finally simplify and do a few things, do a few things well. Do simple better, as a, as a man once said. Yeah. Well, it's you know, it's the it's call the plays for the players you have, not the players you wish you had, which is right. What he'd been doing for way too long. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You asked if there was any time you were nervous. The only thing I was nervous about was um, I just kept assuming, and it did happen on one play, but the guy didn't catch the ball. Um, that the Bears would do, the Bears defense backs would do the thing where they they give up an 80-yard touchdown and they all point at each other. Like, <laughs> yeah, you, right. wait, was that your guy? And you were supposed to cover right. that guy. How come? Yeah. Who had him? Me? No, I, I wasn't my guy. Yeah. Um, they had the one and Edwards just dropped it. Just yeah. planked right off his hands. Well, that was a theme throughout the game. There were quite a few pretty wide-open Raider receivers throughout the game. That continues to be an issue Yeah. for this defense. Um, the Raiders also had some drops and guys who don't normally drop the ball, like Darren Waller. I don't know if that was, I mean, that was a hard hitting game on both sides. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I wondered if guys got a little shy. The bears didn't seem to have that problem. Allen Robinson had that one catch where, um, fields, put it up above his head, went up, got it and had to, you know, he's got Raiders all over it and he just, it didn't budge. Right. I mean, at some point, um, <laughs> he's going to have to, he's, he's got to be like, uh, all right, I'm a free agent. Are we ever going to like just throw the ball? Because I need some stats. Yeah, right. No kidding. Um, I mean, you would have, here's the thing, though, about um, my only concern about Bill Lazor. 
And I'm much, yeah. I'm glad he's calling the plays and not the nitwit because we saw what happens with that. Right. You'd like to think this is this is building to something. Like, mm-hmm. okay, first we're gonna we're gonna max protect. And we're gonna prove we can run the ball. We're gonna get people back off a little bit. Now we've got weapons on the outside. We're gonna start. Th- I just don't know if what if they really have step two in their arsenal. <laughs> right. Yeah. There's not enough white whiteboard space for step two. They yeah, just got step is, one. You know, step one, run the ball. Dot dot dot. Profit. Like no, there's more steps in between. You can't just yeah. do that. Um. Because they've got, they've got a quarterback who can throw the ball deep. Yep. They've got wide receivers who theoretically uh, are fast. Mm-hmm. And um, so we like to see that. The uh, so the play where Fields got hurt, I and I wrote about this too. I don't know if you noticed this. There was a play on the drive before where he got tackled, mm-hmm. and his leg was just like stuck oh, straight yeah. out. And I just kept waiting for someone to fall on it. Like I just knew that was going to happen. I was, I was pretty sure it was going to be Jason Peters, just going to like get tripped and fall back into it and just snap Ooh. it into a million pieces. And when he wow. didn't, I thought, all right, well, what's there to worry about? Well, um, then his knee kind of did the Andy Dalton, where the yeah. top part of the leg goes one way and the bottom part of the leg goes the other. And I, you know, I th- that's when I tweeted, "We can never have nice things." But what I was really yeah. thinking was, ah, shit, you know, this is going to cost him. We're gonna have to go back to Dalton for like a three month weeks. Now. Yeah. yeah, and um, it's funny. Dalton comes in and he's in only in for two plays, which felt mm-hmm. a lot longer than that. It did, yeah. And one of them was a th- a like a big third down completion. Yeah. And I don't know that I noticed it. Like I was too freaked out about. Uh, <laughs> you were too much in a daze. Yeah. And, uh, like oh god, what's, you know, days, yeah. And it may have been by that point. That may have been about the time Justin came out of the tent and was running up and down the sideline. And you're like, oh, well, maybe he's not, you know, that bad. Right. Are we going to have to hear every game, by the way? I feel like we are that, you know, Andy Dalton, what a what a great teammate, you know, got to be disappointing for him. But he's a pro. Look at him supporting Justin Fields over there. Look, yeah, that's fine. He's supposed to. And also he makes 10 million a year. Do we need to hear this? You can pay me 10 million dollars a year. I'll sit there. I'll be a good teammate. So what was funny about it was so when when Fields got hurt the first time when it was and we got the wind knocked out of him they showed the yeah. signs and and Dalton is sitting next to him on the bench and they're just talking and then um, and then a little bit later they showed the two of them were playing catch mm-hmm. and you would think like you know if if Dalton were like cutthroat I got to get back in this game he would have been like helmet on you know yeah, in Nagy's right. ear like look the kids kid can't catch his breath you better put me in there yeah. he was over there like i think he's fine he'll be all right <laughs> how much do you really have to breathe to play quarter? he's just gonna hand off oh, don't worry about it he's good he's good yeah yeah, yeah. and then charles way. davis even talked about how when they did have to put dalton in he could see on the sidelines they had to hand him his rib pads to put on oh right like, yeah. he was how so ill prepared to go into the game that he didn't have his rib pads on and those aren't like you know, you have to like they lace you into time. those. Yeah, it takes time to get those on. Yeah, yeah. How is that possible? I'm glad you brought that. How is that possible? <laughs> You're the backup quarterback in the NFL. Quarterbacks are always one play away from yeah. getting killed. He's like, I don't want to wear those. They're not very comfortable. I don't want to wear those yeah. on the sidelines. I'm I just, I'll be fine. He's he's 21. And how's he gonna get hurt? Yeah. How, 
I left my cleats in the locker room yeah. too. I, you know, I've, <laughs> he's I've got just got my shower shoes got, on and he's got his Crocs on. Yeah. Hey, Andy, you can't go in with Crocs. What's the matter with you? He doesn't even, doesn't even bother to get his helmet. He just leaves the hat on with the headphones. <laughs> he's like, I'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, anybody seen my cup? Damn it. Yeah, that was bizarre. I mean, I, I kind of feel like that's a coaching thing. Like, do we have to say, guys, Yeah, everybody have the proper My, pads yeah. on and equipment? Yeah. If, you're, we go dre- if you're dressed field? for the game, you should be dressed for the game. Yeah. if you right. Dress as if you may have to go in because you may have to go in. Yeah. <laughs> now, that would have been the most bare thing in the world, too. It would have been the field is, is out for the game. Dalton goes in without his rib pads, immediately gets knocked out. <laughs> And then <laughs> I don't know. Then what? Pat O'Donnell's playing quarterback. Cairo is playing quarterback. Oh yeah, right, right, yeah. Because apparently the, the emergency was Montgomery. Well, he's not around. No. Right. Maybe that's why Jesper was suited up. He seems like he'd do everything. He's the emer- yeah. emergency quarterback. Yeah. Just be the yeah. emergency quarterback. It'd be fine. Well, yeah, Ryan Nall could do it. They just run. They just run Wildcat with Ryan Nall. How about that? I don't think the league is ready for that. That might be no, unstoppable. It might be yeah. declared unfair. It's the new market inefficiency, the Ryan Null. Yeah. I'll get the Null Single aboard. Wing. I'll get the Null aboard shirts ready. It'd be great. <laughs> yeah, but defensively, um you know, they were really good again. They um they lead the NFL in sacks and they lead the NFL in sacks per pass attempt. So mm-hmm. it's not even just a function of teams trying to throw on them a lot. Um, it doesn't matter. If you only throw on a few times, you, they still sack you. Right, right. Um, uh, you know, it, I was worried because, um, you know, Mac was on the injured list with two things. Bad foot, bad ribs. Mm-hmm. And uh, that did not seem to bother him at all on no, Sunday. He was not. throwing people around. I did worry that he was going to get a BS taunting penalty on a uh, car only because they weren't really taunting. They're apparently like really good friends and he would like chat with him after most plays and he yeah. sacked him and he's like right in his face just, and the ref just kind of looked over there like, uh, yeah, that's fine. I'm not gonna worry about yeah, that. Fortunately. Yeah. yeah. But apparently they weren't actually yelling at each other. They were giving each right. other shit, which is, yeah. yeah. And yeah. then, um, so the sideline reporter, I think, right. Was the one who told us that, on most game days, uh, Derek Carr's kids wear Khalil Mack jerseys, mm-hmm. but they weren't allowed to wear them this week. Do you think they're wearing Bears jerseys? They have to be his old Raider one, right? I mean, they're not showing up and just watch Dad, yeah. and he's playing the Chargers, and they've got Bears jerseys on. Yeah, you know? that would be ridiculous. Yeah, but they call him Uncle Mack, which is kind Uncle of Mack. adorable. Yeah. You know, I found it when when Carr went down, which I mean. I, it was surprising to me. Like all of the Bears, def- you know, defensive players, like immediately signaling well, the Raiders' bench, like "Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on." I mean that to me, and I wrote about this too. But I, it that was a joke that he was back in the game at all, much <laughs> less after like three plays. He right. very clearly had a concussion. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was 
you know, he, he went limp. The arms go up in the air. That's like the the most obvious sign. And supposedly, yeah, guys, guys were guys were taking a knee. Like, yeah, they were like the Bears were, were really waving, worried about. Yeah, the yeah. Bears were waving the trainers out of the field. Right, right. I mean, it was really, really serious. Because I thought there's a two step thing. There's a there's like an independent advisor in the up in the press box who has binoculars who like keeps an eye on guys on the field and then tries to keep track them. If he suspects a guy got a concussion, they like kind of follow him on the sidelines, see if they're, you know, I don't know, doing weird stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, standing in the corner, talking to the wall, stuff like that. And then when they go in, the whole reason for the stupid blue tent is for, mm-hmm. it was created for a concussion test. Right. And he was in there for like 15 seconds. They didn't do <laughs> yeah. any concussion testing. No. Um, and he's back out on the field. And um, Nathan Peterman their backup, is one of the worst quarterbacks in NFL history. He's just god-awful. And he's only playing because Marcus Mariota's hurt. Right, right, So right. I'm sure that had nothing. I'm sure that was no influence at all on the Raiders' doctors going, yeah, he's fine. Yeah. 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 He played, you know, relatively well afterwards, so maybe he was, but it just seems like if this whole idea, I remember when they first talked about, it, oh, we're really going to crack down on this. You know, we're mm-hmm. tired of uh, headlines with some of our all-time greats uh, shooting themselves in the chest because they they're so right. distraught they want to commit suicide, but they also are sure that it's be, it's because of head trauma they suffered as a player, and they want you to be able to study their brain. You know, mm-hmm. Dave Duerson did it, um, Junior Seau did it, and now that's just kind of like oof, we don't worry about that anymore. You really don't hear a lot about that anymore, do you? It seems like we used to hear that. At, I hear about that all the time. Yeah, interesting. So you're saying they just kind of. Or like, screw I think they're it. back to the what day is it? Yeah, uh, how many fingers am I holding? Fleur, up? It's Fleur's Day, close enough. Yeah, who's the president of the United States? What if some guy's like Trump? Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, it's Trump. Trump. Biden is an illegitimate. I was like, okay, fine. Get get in there, Jesus. Yeah, whack job. All right. Did you see Arizona? All right. <laughs> this guy back in the game. Vote, votes by mail don't count. They're illegal. It's not in the Constitution. Uh, all right, he can play. They just cut right. him immediately after right. the game. All right, I guess yeah. this asshole is. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so the Raiders' offense was oddly disjointed. I think a lot of that had to do with the Bear defense. Uh, the Bear defense actually has been very good since they spent a night chasing. Well, since you were there, in every game that you didn't, you don't attend. The Bear defense right. plays well. I'm sure that's not a coincidence. I wouldn't think so. No, all yeah, they, were just, the they were just intimidated by having you. I was like, "Oh, Mike's here. We got to put on a yeah. show." Right. See, and, and then they're they like, "Oh, no, things are going bad. We got to turn this around." And they couldn't. They just got in their heads. They couldn't turn it around. That's what happens. Yep. Uh, against, um, you know, the although the Browns, the Browns helped them out with stupid stuff. Mm-hmm. They kept, and then the Lions last week. They kept Lions kept getting inside the fifteen, and then just like laying the ball on the ground, which is not a great strategy. Right. Uh, but this was a pretty good effort from start to finish. It was, yeah. So, and our our boy, my favorite player, big big play, Bob Quinn, had another pretty good <laughs> game and had a really yeah. nice play on a swing pass where you know the Bear Deep Bass are doing that weird thing where they don't really tackle anybody; they just kind of like. They kind of like mimic their move. They're like they're like shadow boxing with him, and he just yeah. runs up from behind and tackles the guy. Like, would you just tackle him? Just throw him <laughs> down like that. 
I'm gonna. Yeah. I don't. I'm not. I don't want to run nine yards up the field every time to do this for you guys. Just tackling. Right. Right. Uh, and we, you know, we got it. We should. We got to mention again, Roquan Smith. Yeah, he had again. a great game. Great game. Just every week, the, the, he was just a. He's just a badass. His the pass interference penalty on Waller was ridiculous. No, that was yeah. The whole every announcer all says it. We got to turn and play the ball. That's not a rule. You do not have to turn around. Right. And the other thing was, and he was signaling right away when he watched the replay, Waller and him got tangled up, and Roquan couldn't turn. And Roquan was, right. like, pointing like he was holding on to my head, and he kind of was. Like, he was kind of – Waller was using Roquan for leverage to try to get back to the ball. It should have just been a no call is what it should have been. Yeah, right. Um, but that's not what it was. No. Uh, the, <laughs> the personal foul at the goal line. That was a personal foul. But it was one with intent. It was, Willie Sneed is not catching this touchdown pass because I'm right. going to hit him as hard in the head as I possibly can and try, good luck hanging on to the ball. Yeah, yeah. And that's one of those you words. Know, it's like half the distance from the five. So everybody's like, who cares? Yeah, right. Might as well, right. Big deal. <laughs> but yeah, he played well. Um, Danny Trevathan was back. Yeah, he was running right. around in his Jake Cutler uniform. <laughs> it's weird because I don't think he wore. I think he changed numbers. He only played in the one preseason game, and I don't remember that he wore six. I think he was wearing fifty nine, and then changed right before the season. Because when he's oh, running really? around on the field, I'm like, "Who is this?" And I'm like, "Oh, that's uh-huh. right." I remember reading the Trevathan changed numbers. Yeah. Why would you? Why would you want fifty nine? Is a much cooler number for a linebacker than six. I don't know. I think, I mean, I, so Tom Brady was bitching about it after week one. He didn't right. like the. Not happy. Because it makes it harder for, quarterbacks are just used to, you know, you know what, the, you know what numbers linebackers are and you know what number. Huh. He didn't like the fact that he's like pointing out the mic and it's like number two. He didn't like that. <laughs> right. Yeah. I remember thinking, how long is it going to take you to get used to that? Like two weeks? I think you'll be fine. Yeah. Be okay. And uh, the Bears don't really have that many of them. Damian Williams wears eight. Eddie wears four. And now apparently right. Trevathan is six. But of course, as Donnie and I talked about remember the script, Bears don't have a lot of single digits left. They've retired That's lots true. of them. So I'm yeah. sure there's some players who are like, oh, I want a cool number. And like, yeah, we don't have any. We've, <laughs> they've all been retired. Right. Because uh, you can't be three. Five or seven. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know who they retired seven after? Bob Evelini. Bob Evelini. That's right. Obviously. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, to the point where they, the Bears are no longer allowed to retire numbers. They, yeah. have to get, they have to get special permission, and the NFL basically told them, you don't have enough left. Now, maybe with this, they can loosen it up. Maybe they could retire another one. Right. Right. Um, but part of it, part of their recent roster construction in the last 10 years or so has been to make sure they didn't have anybody good enough to be worthy of a number retirement because that's embarrassing to not be able to retire it. Like, you know, you still got a guy's running around in 50. Right. It's, it's ridiculous. I have okay, noticed, so... I don't think anybody has worn 54 since Erlocker retired. Since Erlocker, and I'm yeah. sure that's not a mistake. I think they've taken it out of circulation in anticipation of, you know, Maybe when they go yeah. to Arlington Heights, right? <laughs> maybe maybe Casey will be like the 
mayor of Arlington Heights, and then right. Brian can hold the number up. It'd be great. Well, be what's his name? In the house. What's his name? Or fifty-one? Remember that? Yeah, Jim Morrissey ran around and yeah, right. That's crazy. Yep. Well, so and who, all the ninety-nines. Yeah, right. We named him one day: Jim Flanagan, Tim Ryan. Um, I forget. Had a bunch of those. The animal. We got a ninety-nine now, right? That's not retired because they can't. Yeah. Yeah, it's like so Travis is, Gibson or somebody is ninety-nine. So, other than Cairo Santos, is there anybody currently on the Bears team that you think could be be on the trajectory of having their number retired? Uh, what, what? Well, it's Ryan Nall. Ryan Ryan Nall, Cairo yeah, Santos. Ryan Nall. He's got the old my, you know, he's got my old what? got my old Bear thirty-five on. Right, Roland Harper. Uh, well, well, hopefully, I suppose Justin. Yeah, hopefully Fields. Justin Fields. That's, I mean, we don't worry about that. Three starts into his career, but uh, I think with right. Cairo, I think I don't think they'll retire the number. I think they'll literally bronze his feet, probably with okay. him still in them, which will be okay. Very just, just not comfortable, but yeah. Just put him like at the thirty-eight yard line. I was <laughs> frankly, I was embarrassed for the NFL again this week. Yeah, twice they made him go out and kick the field goals. It's like, you know what? Come on, what are we doing here? Pace of play, guys. Yeah. I mean, you know it's good. He doesn't need He's to automatic. kick it. Yeah. Although yesterday, I don't know what the tally ended up, but um, yesterday in the first, like before halftime of the early games, there had been mm-hmm. six missed extra points, and mm. by by the Sunday night game, there were eleven. There were eleven missed extra points, and then plus all those missed field goals in the Packer Bengal game, where they missed yeah, five right, right. in a row. The two kickers, <laughs> and the Man. best was that the kicker from the Bengals thought he made the field goal in overtime, and he was celebrating. <laughs> and they're like, "You, you missed it." He's like, "What?" Hey. Like he was jumping up and down. His teammates, one teammate's congratulating him, another one's like looking at him like, and he like What's looks that? back like, "Wait a minute, did you? You didn't make that, did you?" He's like. Oh. <laughs> And it wasn't that close. It went. It was really high, so it went over the crossbar. Right. Um, I guess I shouldn't say it wasn't that close. It like ticked the flag at the top, but it was pretty clear he didn't make it. It was like, what are yeah. you looking at? Yeah. Bizarre. So that um, the Bengals win actually looks better all the time. Yeah. Like you know, they actually might be kind of good. Um, Although thanks thanks a lot for the help with the, with the Packers. But, yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, because I literally well I picked against them. <laughs> I, uh, I was like I was thinking about picking them to cover against the Packers, and I was like, oh come on, they lost to the Bears. Right. I ended up being right because it was spread was two and a half, and the Packers won by three. Oh good, there you go. Which really all that matters. Um. Yeah, so I don't want to get to the Packers yet, but um, you know, Fields didn't have he didn't have gaudy stats. He didn't have good. He didn't have good stats, frankly. Um, no, he didn't. But I thought he really played well. I mean, they early it was all shaky, but it was everybody was shaky. It wasn't just him. He was being being bludgeoned. Um, right. on the drive to kind of salt the game away where they ended up kicking the field goal to go back up by two scores. He made two mm-hmm. really good throws, especially the one 
And Nagy did a really, I thought, a really nice job of explaining, because um, he got asked about it specifically, about the, it was the 12-yard, it was kind of the 12-yard in, in the middle of the field to Mooney, which was a first down. And Charles Davis, who I think is really good, basically mm-hmm. showed how the Raiders were all sitting right at the first down marker, knowing that yeah. the bear offense always requires you to throw always that throw short. that 12-yard pass eight yards. <laughs> right. Um. And basically, there's two guys to read on that play, and Mooney and Fields have to both read it the same time. And then, because it was like a five-step drop, and as soon as he hit the fifth step, the ball's out. And the Raiders didn't have... Nagy even said that when they're... um, No, it wasn't that play. There was another play we were talking about playing man, which is you just throw it early because the guy hasn't turned around. Yeah, there's no right. need to rate. That might have been the Jesper play because the Jesper, the touchdown, he took that right off that guy's helmet. Yeah, yeah, he did. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, well, look, we know it's been three games, but Fields is just he's so poised and such such talent. I mean, you know, he's doing these things early on in his career that I feel like you know, in year four of the Mitch era, there's we're still making excuse. Well, he's still a young quarterback. He's still learning. You know, like we're not seeing any of that shit from from Fields. I forget who was talking about. It might have been Adam Hogue was talking about how you know Fields. You look at the numbers and you're like, well, it wasn't that great a game, but he didn't make any big mistakes. Blah blah blah. But then you you think back to the game and there's some plays that he made that were the difference or a big part mm-hmm. of the difference. He said in the Mitch games, you would look back and you'd be like, it would be kind of the opposite of that. It'd be like, oh, he, there was a play there he didn't make, and there was an, you yeah. know, you don't really, I mean, obviously it happens to every quarterback, but it doesn't, it doesn't happen nearly as often to Fields as it did to Mitch. And then there yeah, was, they so talked far. about last week about the, the diving catch that Mooney made. Right. Which was, if when Mitch made a bad throw, nobody could catch it. It was into, yeah, the, it was into the stands. Where with yeah. Fields, he misses by he misses a little. He doesn't miss by a lot, so you right. still have a chance. And I, if I'm sure, I'm sure somewhere there are fans of other teams who listen to this podcast and are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what it's like for every, like every other team has had quarterbacks who, you know, did this shit. I don't know why you guys think it's so unique. It's like because we're Bear fans. That's why we don't we we don't see this much. No, we do not. So I don't know if you saw. Uh, so Kevin Kadick showed a, on a, on Twitter today um, under the Horstead thing. He's like, um, you know, every Bear fan will remember this trivia answer, which was you know, obviously the first. And so I I thought I knew when it turned out I was right, but I looked it up just to make sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you saw this, that you could you know, you know, just give me the right answer, and everyone would be very impressed. But do you know who Jim McMahon's first career touchdown pass was to? I should have looked uh, up Sid not- Luckman too. I didn't look him up. Oh, you should. As I look up, the oh, only right. other good quarterback of our, because Jay doesn't count because his was in Denver. So who cares? Yeah. Uh, I didn't. I did not look it up. Uh, he was a he was a Super Bowl bear. I can okay. tell you the second one was to Emory Moorhead. So there were two Super Bowl bears who caught them. But the first one, uh, he was a wide receiver who played on the Super Bowl team. Um. Was it a Bryant? Was it Brian? Uh, was it a Bashnagel? No, it was close. No, he was He's on... Bashnagel esque. Okay. Bashnagel S. Yeah. Mm. He wore. He was the only bear to wear black shoes in the Super Bowl, and he did it because he said he um, he was slow and wanted to look slower, so he would throw the defensive backs off. In reality, he was not slow until he hurt his knee. Wow, you're giving me enough clues I should know, but I can't. I'm not. I can't, Ken, I can't do it. 
Ken Marjoram. Ken Marjoram, okay. Kenny Marjoram. He caught the first. It was in. It, they got. Of course, they got shut out in McMahon's first ever start. Yeah. So it was week two. It was against the Lions. He threw two touchdown passes. Ken Marjoram and Emory Moorhead. Outstanding. So now we'll have we had Jesper Horstead to the Pantheon with Ken Marjoram. <laughs> uh, now so I think receiver... I was trying to think. Did he? I mean, Fields famously threw three touchdowns to him in a preseason game, but mm-hmm. I don't think he threw his first one to Horstead. I don't think he did because that was like the third preseason game. I think when Jesper caught the three touchdowns, it became a legend. And um, right, I have been surprised. You know, they dress three tight ends most weeks, mm-hmm. and I have been surprised we haven't seen Jesper until now because I actually do think he's he's kind of good. I don't mm-hmm. think this was yeah. just a fluke of, ha, 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 it's hilarious, this guy with the funny name from the Ivy League. That's like, oh, I think Jesper is actually kind of a good player. Well, like I say, he caught that touchdown pass like off the guy's helmet. That was a pretty good play. He kind yeah. of made a similar catch on one of those three in the preseason game where it was the yeah. only – feels like – looked like he was throwing it away, and then there's Jesper. Like, right. it's been the, it hits him right in the hands. So, But, yes, I – we're not used to this, so we're going to – we're going to sound like fanboys once in a while talking about routine throws into the end zone. Did you see where he <laughs> threw that? <laughs> My God. He didn't, yeah. it didn't hit the goalpost. <laughs> right. Didn't hit Staley the bear. <laughs> uh, didn't hit Ronnie Woo Woo. Amazing. All right. Well, this is apropos of nothing, but um, for fans who are watching the baseball playoffs, if you're not familiar with the Giants mascot, Lou Seal, he's also pantsless, just like Clark. Okay. Um, he's 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 become famous already because he started. He was in the shot in in the background right before Brandon Crawford's home run. Lou jumped up and started to celebrate before <laughs> like the pitch is barely out of the pitcher's hand. And people there was even there were even Dodger fans who were claiming that that was proof. The, the Giants are cheating because Lou Seal was a home run. <laughs> well, the thing is, Lou does a lot of that shit during games. He always ends up in the camera shot. And, like, when – when uh, a lot of times he will, like, run up the – like, the aisle mm-hmm. towards the backstop to try to distract the pitcher. Okay. But that's not the thing about Lou Seal I want to mention. I want people to look at Lou. Now, Lou was created in 1996 okay. for the Giants. Mm-hmm. He is Dusty Baker. Like, it's very clear he's based on Dusty. He has sunglasses that he wears most of the time. He has wristbands on both hands. And he even kind of looks like Dusty. Now, there's no way in hell that that all of that is an accident. Toothpick toothpick or no toothpick? I don't know, but I guarantee you somewhere in in Lou's trick bag, there's an enormous toothpick. I guarantee you he's got one. (laughs) Okay. Uh, The Staley thing just made me think of that. But yes, they have a pantsless mascot. It makes more sense that a seal would wouldn't wear pants. He doesn't have legs. That's how the right. hell you how the hell are you supposed to put? Yeah. How the hell are you supposed to put pants on? Yeah, you can't. He, you Clark's kept... a bear. Bears could clearly wear pants. Bears have Dis- legs. Disgusting that right. they don't. It's vulgar that Clark doesn't wear pants. <laughs> that is... It's fine that Lou doesn't wear it. It's obscene that Clark refuses right. to wear pants. Joe Buck, that is a disgusting act. Yeah, I expect during a Cub game next year for him to get completely, although the Cubs are never going to be on, they won't be on national TV for 10 years. <laughs> so 10 years from now, when they're back on national TV. Right. Oh, no, the Field of Dreams game next year. 
It'll be the one time they'll be on national oh, TV. Funny. Yeah, he can. I'm sure Clark will be there. They'll have some. Oh, yeah. Now. He's probably uh, there now. Getting ready. I mean, if Fox has anything to say about the Field of Dreams game, don't you have to have just, they should do it real subtle. Just, mm-hmm. they pan the crowd sometime during the game, and there's Cindy Sandberg in the corn cob dress. <laughs> don't identify her. Don't do anything. Just a quick right. shot. And then maybe another one of Ryan and the new family. Just go from Cindy <laughs> to Ryan. Don't say a word. Just right. show it. And then a few of us will appreciate it and then move on. Those who know will know and those who don't will not. And it's okay. And that's fine. All right. So the uh, so the Bears are three and two. They are mm-hmm. one half game out of first place in the NFC North. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They can mm-hmm. they can grab uh or is that a game? They're a game out. No, not a half game. They're a game okay. out. They play the same amount of games. They're a game yeah. out in the NFC North. They could, they can move into a first place tie. Right. And uh, and, and my friend Andrew Peck uh, tweeted that he was looking forward to Aaron Rodgers' final game as a starter for the Packers at Soldier Field. And then I had to correct him and said, No, no, no. You're assuming we're not hosting the NFC Championship game. <laughs> no, let's not rule that out yet. Right. Right. But uh, if well, I were so the Bears, it... I would go full out. I'd do the tribute video for Aaron. I would like. <laughs> I'd give him a piece of the stupid Wrigley Field scoreboard, all that stupid shit. Right. Just to remind him that no, you're you're supposed to leave after the year. This is it. <laughs> I don't want to yeah, see but... you here again. At least not yeah. as a Packer. Yeah. You're supposed to go away. Give him a gold watch. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so you know the, the you know the storyline. If the Bears win and Fields plays well and outplays Aaron Rodgers, will this be the, the passing of the torch? Yeah, it's the change. It's the changing of the guard game. It's changing of the guard, right? This is so a, that could be it. The this new, could be the beginning of that. Yeah, you know, there's there's a new. I'm the captain now. That could be. Uh, yes. That'll be Justin Fields, and I'm sure. I'm sure he'll you know. He'll get after the game, after the Bears win, he'll get right in Rogers' face and scream at him and tell him, you know, you suck. You're yesterday's news. And that just seems like yeah. the kind of guy Justin Fields is. <laughs> yeah, I can't see that. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm already braced myself for. I'm really hoping this is Aaron Rodgers' last start at Soldier Field as a Packer. And yeah. I'm bracing myself for like six touchdowns and 480 <laughs> right. yards. And, yeah. Um, and the Bears, like, somehow taking the lead with, like, 11 seconds to go. And the Packers don't have any timeouts. And he makes some ridiculous, like, 50-yard throw right on the boundary where uh, Devontae right. uh, catches it and steps out of bounds. And then they kick. Mason Crosby says they actually make a field. Well, I'm, re- I'm ready for it. Yeah. Throw your worst at me, Packers. I can take it because it's this is ending. I can see the is end. It? The end is finally in sight. Finally Do your worst sight. one more time. I don't care. I've right. been living with it for 25 years. I can do it one more week right. and then go away. I don't ever want to see it again. Uh, but the Packers, I mean, they're, they they looked horrible against the Saints. They got destroyed mm-hmm. in a very up-and-down Saints team. Yeah. Uh, they had trouble with the Lions. Right. And they had a lot of trouble with the Bengals. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Um the Bears are going to have to throw a little bit in this game because the Packers have, they don't have a great secondary in the first place, and it's beat up. So you got to take yeah. advantage of that. They got to, right? And they have a quarterback that can. Yeah. I do like the. I do think the Bears have a. Um, 
have an advantage defensive line against the Packers offensive line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they can get some pressure on precious little Aaron. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Lie down. Uh, I'm, ex- I'm excited. It feels like more of a fair fight than it has in the past. <laughs> it does. It truly take, does. Take yeah. Justin Fields in that game instead of Mitch. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, they're going to have to, you know, it, it, they've got to still have a commitment to the run. Yeah, they got to do what they did this week, basically. And, so, and except, you know. I, don't th- I think this happened this week. So I don't think we talked about it last week. So speaking of Staley, mm. not the mascot, but the former Bear defensive coach, who is now the Chargers head coach, Brandon Staley. Mm-hmm. Did you see his explanation as to why you need to continue to run the ball even if you're not having success? He gave a no, very I thoughtful. Want, I want to hear it, though. What did you say? Okay. He basically talked about he's, he acknowledged the one thing that's kind of become accepted, which is um, you don't have to run the ball well for play action to work. Mm-hmm. Because you're really just trying to get the defense to take one step. Like, oh, shit, they're going to run it. Oh, they're not. And you've kind of accomplished it. But he talked about how. Um, if you give up on the run, like Matt Nagy mm-hmm. used to love to do, you make it easier to play defense. On running plays, defensive players get hit more. Mm-hmm. They have to shed blocks. That's more work. Then if right. it's pass, 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 and you're not having success, you're making it really easy. It may it hard on your offensive line because they're backing up and taking all the punishment. Right. And you're making it easy on their defensive line. But if you just at least try to run, and you're firing out at those guys, it wears down on people. And if you give up mm-hmm. on it too soon, you lose that advantage late in the game where those guys aren't, they're not feeling it. They've, they just had fun chasing your quarterback around for three hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and so maybe that'll be, um, maybe that'll be something that works to the Bears' advantage, which is, you know, even if it's not working right away, just keep running at the, at the Packer defensive line. Make them work. Yeah. Well, I don't think there's any question. Laser will commit to that. The only the fear there is, you know, does the does Nagy grab the Denny's menu and you know take take yeah. the place? I mean, there. So there's working. right now he's in full. He even talked about it yesterday. He's in full. You know what? This head coach stuff. This is what I was meant to do. This I coach the whole team now. I I talk to the offensive coaches. I talk to the defensive coaches. I talk to special team coaches. I get, I got more time. I can talk to the players on the sidelines. I know more about what's going on in the game because I don't always. I'm not worried about the next play, and I don't have my head buried in the play sheet. This is great. Right. Uh, one week after he refused to admit he wasn't calling the plays, now all of a sudden now he's like he's seen the light. He's you know, right. Um. And you just you wonder if they have. There's, it's, it, can, it can go three ways. Two are bad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like the old Woody Hayes talking about when you pass the ball, three things can happen, two of them are bad. This mm-hmm. could go three ways, two of which are bad. It could go, the Bears continue to have success, and he decides, kind of like he did last year in the playoff game, you know what could make it even better? If <laughs> I start calling the plays again. You're right. It can That's go bad that way. Right. It could go bad in that if they do struggle and they've got the worst part of their schedule coming up, they've got you know the Bay of Pigs the next two weeks, they've got the Packers and then right. the Bucks. They're probably going to lose both games. And then right. he's like, shit, it's not working. I need to take the plays back. Yep. That's also not good. 
there's the other one where he just sticks with it. And he realizes that, you know, I, I, I get the feeling that somewhere he had the discussion with, I don't know who it was with. It was with Pace or it was with George or it was with Virginia. Somebody convinced him that mm-hmm. the, the most likely way for him to keep his job was to give up the play calling and just be the coach. You think that that's a direction from above? I think it had to be. I just he he was so dug in after the Browns game. But oh, we're gonna right. fix it. Oh, we're gonna fix it. This one's on me. We're gonna fix it. We're gonna everything's gonna be on the table. Everything's been on the table before, and it always comes up with. I think I should, I I think we're all agree right that the best solution is for me to keep calling the plays. Don't we think? Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. All right. I didn't get a harumph out of that guy. Hey, um, give the governor a rum. You watch your ass. And all of a sudden, it was different. And it right. was, and it, I, I really thought last year when he wrestled the play sheet back from Bill Lazor, he was never going to give it up again. That his mm-hmm. whole thing was, I'm going. If I'm going down, I'm going down firing all my guns. Right. And at some point, somebody said, you know, you don't have to get fired. Yeah. If you do this and it works, you're, you're going to stay. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. do you like coaching the Bears? Because you can keep <laughs> coaching the Bears if you do this and it works. Yeah. Do you and like he's this? Like, fun? <laughs> he's like, okay, I guess we could try it, and I'll yeah. see how long he sticks with it. But because I mean, we've talked about it before. We've seen teams turn on their coach before. Yes. And this team clearly has not done that. For whatever hey. reason, they do genuinely seem to like him and want to play for him. Right. And. And that he kind of afforded him and the it, opportunity to do this. Yeah. Right, right. And we and we should give him credit for that. That's that's good. One of, one of the things I noticed during the game, a couple of heads, there were well, one was the the first Mario Edwards personal foul. Mm. He th- he chewed that ref out. Every time CBS showed it, he was still yelling at him. <laughs> and I was like, this is this has to be performative. Yeah. Right. Like. Everybody knows that the retaliator gets the penalty, but he's going nuts, and I'm like, he's putting on a show for his. Look at me, look at this. I will stand up for you no matter what. No matter. Look how dumb this thing Mario did. I will still stand up for you. That's the kind of guy I am. I got your back. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, if it works, it works. Who gives a shit? Um. Yeah. So my big concern is, um, I think what they've done. In the short term, is the right thing to do. I just really worry that this is it. Mm-hmm. This isn't. I even wrote that you know they're setting the foundation now that they can build on. I worry that they build the foundation and they have no clue how to do anything else. <laughs> they just where's the house? Yeah. Got the foundation. Yeah, here's your basement. I hope you enjoy it. So yeah, that's a hole in the ground. Yeah, what's well, a basement? Where's the rest? Yeah. Ah, we don't really know how to do that. That's another guy. We don't we don't do that. But we got the foundation. That's the most you hired part. basements are us. And there's your basement. <laughs> there it is. Take a look at it. You might want to put a tarp up because it's gonna rain. Yeah. Chicago. It's gonna the weather's gonna be bad very soon. Um all right, so uh I've seen the line. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you what do you what do you think the line is? Packers at Bears. Aaron Rodgers' final trip to Soldier Soldiers Field. A place that he's oh not quite as much as Brett Favre owned, mm-hmm. but the Bears haven't beaten him very much at Soldier Field. 
I'm going to say it's Packers by six. Oh, Vegas, much more optimistic. Four and a half. Four and a half. Okay. Four and a half. Okay. okay. Yeah, it's my uh, it's cousin Sal and I always say it's right there in the Vegas zone. Right in the Vegas zone. Okay. I have no idea what the Vegas zone is. I just know what Bill Simmons talks about all the time. I think he made it up, and he doesn't know what it is. And if he just repeats it a bunch, then people think it's a thing. There you go. Um. So I mean, I I think this goes one of two ways: either a uh, either a nail biter. I mean, mm-hmm. this could be the time when, um, you know, the rest of the league is like, oh, shit, I forgot the Bears have Cairo Santos. <laughs> it could be. We're screwed. Right. Or it turns into a typical, you know, it's it's Packers 24-10 at the half, and then it's 38-17, yeah. and people look at the score and go, oh, it could have been that. And then you watch the game, and you're like, oh, the Bears got their ass kicked up and down the field. But um, Right, right. Uh, well, I don't think so. I think we're more likely to get the nail biter. I think we may actually have a chance to run little Cairo out there to try to win it. And if he goes out I'm, there to win it, I mean, it's in the bag. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah, clearly. Well, you know what? I, I feel that the the home home dogs are barking, so I'm going to go with the Bears to to, uh, to cover. Yeah, I'm feeling optimistic. This yeah, week. my uh, my picks the last couple of weeks have done really well, and I've gotten the Bears wrong both times. So I probably should just keep. Probably should keep picking against them, just for the good, for for the good of the team. I'll just continue to show them no confidence. Right, that's good. Um, I don't think that actually has a direct effect, but uh, you'd be surprised. I'm pretty sure that um, Nagy puts that up in the Saturday night meeting. Does he? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Although I guess I don't post the count on Sunday morning. I send him an early edition. Okay. And he he, he puts it up for the guys. They actually help me proof right. it. Right. They're like, he spelled douchebag wrong again this week. All right, well, sorry, it's N-A-G-Y. You texted him the way Eddie Vedder used to text Joe Madden. Yeah, the Joe Madden used to text yeah. Eddie Vedder. Right. Yeah, the lineup for the I, just send, I send Niggy my picks. Right. Okay. So we can fire up the troops with it. Oh, one thing. I, so at the beginning of the game, um, I and Eagle and Charles Davis got on that long tangent about, because he was about Canute Rockney. Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah, Canute. And then they were coming up with other names that aren't pronounced the way everybody pronounces it, like Neggy. Because I've right. heard that, too, that he really is supposed to be Neggy, which makes right. no sense. Why is it N-A-G-Y if it's Neggy? That would just be perfect for that family, I guess. Yeah. And then they try to throw in the uh, Theisman Thiesman thing. But that one doesn't apply yeah. because that one was a that was a blatant propaganda attempt by Notre Dame. Um, was it Roger Valdesari or Ken? Ken was the bear and Roger was the Notre Dame guy. And he basically yeah. told told Joey Thiesman, I've changed the pronunciation of your name. Learn to live with it. I never understood <laughs> why he didn't just go back after the after he left college. Did he think he could win the Heisman for the Redskins? Is that why he kept it? <laughs> maybe, maybe he, he was in Canada returning punts. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it was just a weird it, – it was complete – you could tell because it didn't go anywhere that – they were just like, they hadn't planned any of this. It was just, Ian was yeah. making fun of Charles for saying Canute, and it turned into that. Right. Um, which, one of the things so far we've we've reaped the benefits of Justin Fields is that um, we've gotten, other than the Sanchez, we're getting <laughs> mm-hmm. better announcers. Oh yes, that is a benefit of a more interesting team. Yeah, and I don't know. It's the it's a it's a noon game. 
So mm-hmm. I doubt we're getting Troy and Joe. No, because uh, I'm sure. Although I guess it depends. I should look. It was a. It might. We might. Fox had the doubleheader this week. Okay. They don't have it next week, and there's no 325 game. You may actually get Troy and Joe. Ooh. Uh, which I used to hate, and I've gotten so that I've just I've just decided that I just I don't hate I don't hate Joe Buck anymore. No, me neither. And I didn't. I always thought Troy was just. Bleh. But then I enjoyed. Um, I've said it many times on this podcast. He yeah. could not hide his disgust at Nagy and Trubisky. It, they just right. he was just was like, great. what is any of this shit? Why do right. I have to watch this? Um, yeah, any any lingering animus to Joe Buck was completely washed away with the 2016 World Series. I'd even gotten over it before. I think once he stopped doing Cardinal <laughs> games, yeah, <laughs> I was able to just kind of go, "All right, he's fine." Yeah, he is. He's he's very now. Good. He did admit yeah. he's very very good. He did admit that he, um, sometime around that time, he lo- he he said, "I have to loosen up on the air." You know, he so was he was basically <laughs> doing like a, a Pat Summerall impression. Mm-hmm for a while where he was trying to be completely minimalist mm-hmm. and um, he basically said, I got to have more fun. This is stupid. Why do I do this job if I don't? And I think it helps him and Troy are actual friends. Mm-hmm. So I think you can, you know, maybe you can kind of tell. Um, yeah. So I wanted to get your opinion on, uh, on Ian Eagle. Mm-hmm. Cause he's apparently, he's more polarizing than I thought you'd like. Iron Eagle. I'm fine with an Iron Eagle. Yeah. I think, I think Eagle. he's actually one of my favorites. He's very good. I think yeah. he's good at everything he does. He's a really good basketball announcer. Um, Why is there is, polarization surrounding Iron Eagle? I don't know. There were people on my Twitter feed who don't like Iron Eagle. I mean, some huh. making fun of him for not being Ian Eagle. But that would be stupid. That's a whole canoe discussion again. Yeah. Actually, yeah. that's who Charles should have said. Oh, we're going to talk about. Done. Right. We're talking about guys with fucked up. Names? Yeah. How come you're not Ian? Yeah, yeah. He missed that Ian. Damn it. Charles probably kicked himself for. Right. Yeah, I like Ian, and if you ever get a chance, he he goes on the uh, the Jimmy Trainer podcast a lot. Mm-hmm. And what other podcast does he frequent? But he's a very good podcast guest, mostly because he has tremendous Bill Raftery stories. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> him and Raftery did Nets games forever, and they still occasionally do. Well, they do college games together. Well, they don't, not anymore. Once Raftery got promoted to the uh, to the A crew for the NCAA tournament, it's Nance and him and Grant Hill. But for a long time, he they would get reunited for the tournament, and that was always fun because mm-hmm. they uh, right. And he has a great story about. Well, I'll just tell it. Why not? Why not tell somebody yeah. else's story on the podcast? Yeah, you've attributed. So uh, actually, no, this isn't even his. This is him telling a Sean McDonough story. Okay. So Sean McDonough. Who I also like. And I think he got fucked over on the Monday night thing. Uh, Sean McDonough was working a, uh, a game with Jay Billis and Bill Raftery. Mm-hmm. And the they had an early flight out the next morning. And him and, uh, him and Jay are getting ready to uh, uh, get in their rental car and go to the airport. Mm-hmm. And Raffrey calls them in a panic. And he's like, I can't find the rental car. Mine. I can't find my car. Okay. And they're like, what do you mean you can't find your rental car? He's like, well, is it at the, is it the hotel? 
He's like, I, that's where I'm looking for it. I can't find it. I said, well, did you drive it to the arena? No, I went to the arena with you guys. <laughs> so they started thinking, and uh, McDonough goes, what day did you get in? He's like, well, I got in two nights ago. All right. Did you go out for dinner and maybe have a few cocktails mm-hmm. and then leave the car at the restaurant? Right. So then Bill comes out, gets in their car, they go to the restaurant, and buried, is in Syracuse, buried in like 14 <laughs> feet of snow is Bill's rental car. Awesome. And Bill's basically like, uh, he's got the keys in his hand, and he's like, um, let's go to the airport. They could take it from here. <laughs> <laughs> like, just tell them where the car is. Yeah, it's over there. You can go get it. <laughs> nice. yeah, he, had, he had left his car at the restaurant and forgotten. It's outstanding. All right. Good story on the podcast, huh? So, uh, yeah, we've got Bears Packers next week. Um, they are the uh, – Nagy's only beaten them once, I believe. They beat them during the the 12-4 and four division title series or division mm-hmm. championship year. Um, and that was a game where Rodgers had been hurt. They brought him back for just for that game. The Bears won, and they shut Rodgers down for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. So, uh, he's done very well against the Lions and the Vikings, but Nagy has not been able to beat the Packers. So, time to time to flip that this week. It's be, be the perfect time to do it. All right. Well, that'll be fun to talk about next week, then. That's all, yeah. Let's hope so. All right. All Thanks, right. Mike. Thanks, Andy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Many of us have herpes. 